Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Good morning. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold. I am your host, Brian Vogt. How are you all doing this fine February Saturday? Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. I know uh, I know I am, and hopefully you are too. We've got some great, great topics to talk about today. One of the things that we're going to be talking about, really be honing in on, most people in the Metro East already know that the military is a large part of the housing that's also leasing, that's also buying and selling. And this is the time. We're just coming right uh, upon it, and that's in March. March is when they get most of their orders coming in. They know they're coming here to Sky Air Force Base in the Metro East, and they're going to have to make some decisions. Of course, the orders go the same way. And the orders go that people are told that they're moving out of the Sky Air Force Base area and going someplace else. So that's, that's always kind of a situation where it's a timing thing, what to do, Sometimes there's some indecision of what to do, how to do it, and that's why I'm so happy to have our our special expert on today and guest and sponsor, Renee Wittenauer of Cecil Property Management. Good morning, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. And that's a lot of things that we're talking about here, so we'll kind of break into segments. But I think the first thing that maybe we want to talk about is that Last week, those who were listening talked about that we're going to have a surge that we haven't seen before as far as uh, the market being very, very hot. We haven't seen this in a very long time, and the spring market's going to be hot. But that creates somewhat of a dilemma because the military coming in, not everybody's looking to buy. It could be a scarcity situation. We don't know that yet. But that's why having somebody like, well, like you guys in any property management, know what the military needs are. And and they have some specific needs versus someone renting locally, correct? Correct. Yeah, a lot of military, you know, just needs as far as what their families want. But, you know, not everybody wants to live on base. They want to live off base in a community. And it's a community that they're not familiar with. So they just need that extra attention to detail to help them figure out where they want to live and how they want to live for a few years with their family. Right, and I think that's something that that sometimes goes unnoticed because the military needs, at least on the on, on the on the buying side, we we come in. But I'm sure it's the same thing on the leasing side. You know, their their, their timing is so critical. It's not it's not again like the average maybe renter where somebody's coming in and, and they kind of I won't say lollygag, but they have their time and maybe not this month, and they're living in an apartment right now, and they can go and maybe next month and the timing of it. And what we find on the buying side, I would think that same thing on the leasing side, that when they come in, they need attention right now. I mean, they they, they have to be a priority, correct? Absolutely, yeah. A lot of them, you know, they may be showing up on Friday and they're pulling out of town on Saturday, you know, and they got those select few days that they need to find a house. So you really have to find out what their specific needs are so you don't waste their time showing up properties that may not work for them. Um, the move-in timing is very, very critical, too, because the military is moving them at a certain time, and they have their 
um, you know, their orders and the movers scheduled for a specific date. So you really have to have everything done like clockwork because that's what they need you to do in order to make it as less stressful on them as possible. What would be the timing thing? You've had such a, so much experience working with the military. What does a timing thing look like? So they do come in Friday. Is it a situation where they can literally start moving in on a Saturday? Is that too short? Is there still a, a time lag? What, what does typically a military person expect? So I've had both. I've moved people in on the same day before. Um, you know, so if they come to town oh. and they show up with, you know, a small U-Haul truck and they say we have, you know, we can get movers coming in on Monday, you want to do what you have to do in order to make that happen for them. Um, nobody wants to double do a double move, whether you're military or not. They don't want to have to go live in a hotel or temporary on base for a couple of days. So definitely expediting things as you need to and going that extra mile to move them in then. Um, I'm gearing up a lot of our owners and our team for coming up with spring break and Easter. A lot of military people are going to come into town, so we'll be really busy over those days. And they might be looking but not to move until May or June. But they want to see inventory now. They want to lock in something now while they're here. They want to sign a lease. They want to put down a deposit. And then they want to leave so they don't have to worry about it again. And then they want to show up on June 1st and have the property ready for them. So they can just do a straight move and have all of their household goods come and then they're done and, you know, they don't have to worry about it. So so you get them both. I think you get a, you know, you get a good influx of people that do need that quick, super fast, I have to make this happen move. Um, but then we also, you know, like I said, get the people that they don't want to move for two or three months, but they want to get it done and lock it in so they have the peace of mind and know that they have a place and they're not stressed at the last minute. That's an excellent point, too, and I think sometimes people that aren't in the military that maybe either releasing or if they're selling their house, that is actually that's a great point to make because it works the same thing on the buying side, that many times they'll come in March, but they want to try to make the move in in, in May or June when they actually have to be here or maybe a week or two beforehand, and getting those things lined up, getting that well, quite frankly, Renee, you know this too. Where, where, wherever you're living, you, you got to know where you're going to live. Okay, that's a big, big stress point. I, I think sometimes uh, if you're non-military, and I've not ever served, but just working with so many military, and I know, Renee, you have too, is that you? it's hard to imagine that you're told, you know, this is where you're going, go find something, and that's that's your time, right? I mean, that's it. I mean, that's... It's not. It's not necessary that again that you wait till next month. And I think that's such an excellent point on the buying side when when a seller is looking to sell a house, but also on the leasing. If you're trying to lease something, be prepared that it, they, there could be a month or two month delay. Correct. Correct. Right. Yeah. There definitely could be a delay. On the same token, too, you have. You know, if if a house is available July 1st, but you have somebody that looks at it and they really want, they need to move somewhere June 15th, you know, you don't want to be black and white and be like, no, I'm sorry, it's not available till July 1st. Go to, the, you know, we, we'll go to the owners and we'll say, is there any way you can move out early? You know, can you move out two weeks early? Can you even get out one week early? So you want somebody that's going to try to, you know, explore all avenues too to make it work because it might be that, you know, somebody does need to move out earlier to get somebody in, you know, to accommodate this other move. It might be holding the house longer than you normally would. So 
So yeah, definitely a timeline with it. And, you know, you want, whenever you're looking for a property manager to help you do that, you know, especially military, you want to find a property manager that's going to partner with it, you know, not just be, these are the steps, you know, here's our rules, go out and find yourself, let us know if you like anything. I mean, truly find a partner that's going to help give them that information and welcome to this area and make sure all the logistics are taken care of. So all they have to do is show up and move in. You know, and I, and I think that is so critical. And and that's one thing I, I love about what you do. You've been doing this for, for forever. And, and just understanding that simple thing that is just, it's it's like you said, it's just not go, here's a list of, of houses, go drive by, hope you, you know, good luck, let me know if we can get in there. It's more of, you know, let's win this together. We understand your needs. We we appreciate that. And, and I think also if you're if you're looking to lease your your house, and you know this, Renee, but maybe maybe to bring a little bit more light to it, this isn't usually month to month situations, right? These are this could be a year, this could possibly be two years, whatever. So this is long term. So this is a win 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 for everybody. Oh, gosh, yeah. I love two- to three-year leases. Um, a lot of military you get are locked in for that three years, unless, of course, they get military orders. So you always want to make sure that your mil- your your leases have the military orders in there for both um, the landlord as well as the tenant, too, um, because if you do have an owner military, they could get orders coming back here. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's all super, super important, but getting that two- to three-year lease, it has less turnover, less expenses, um, less worry, less headaches, and everything for the owner as well as the tenant. So I love locking in for those long-term leases because then nobody has to worry about it, and it's a good experience for everybody. And I love that too. And, and I think just one last point on that because we'll be talking more about that on the people that are that, that are needing to move in the next segment. But I think that that what's so, so important too is that the military, what they're just great anyway. I mean, for what they do, the sacrifices they make, but but they are can be by far. I would think you would agree some of the best renters you could possibly ever have for your house. Yes, yeah, they are. They they have an extra level of accountability, and it's it's you know, knock on wood, my military tenants, those long term tenants, ends up being a good experience for everybody. Um, you know, if you have an owner that has to rent really quick because they got last minute orders and there's not enough time for them to sell it. Um, it works out great because usually we get the house back in good condition and the owners can just throw it up, you know, back on the sales market three years later. And it's, you know, just as they just moved out of the house, not that there's been a tenant there for three years. So they really do take care of it. Like it's their own as you know, most good tenants do, but definitely the military. Awesome. Hey, we're running out of time in this segment. We'll be back to the next segment because we'll be talking about the military that are leaving, that maybe they want to come back, but they want to lease the property and what they need to do. We'll see Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. I've been talking with Renee Whitmauer. We'll be back next year. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Belt, and I have Renee Whitnauer of Cecil Property Management with me. And we've been talking about the military, and this is the time. Uh, this is, we're coming up to March. This is when the orders officially come through. Now, again, during the course of the year, there is military coming in, but not in the bulk that we're talking about right now. This is, this is the big time. 
and the spring market is going to be big anyway on the housing market, but also there's a leasing part department that comes into play, and that could be just as huge. And knowing who to call, who to contact, who to go to is big stuff. It really is. Just picking out a property management company, maybe because they have a big name, that's great. But really sitting down, finding out, you know, what they do and how they do it, that's what's important. And that's what we're talking with Renee with. And Renee, kind of showing you what we talked about in the last segment, what about the military person that has a house? They love the area. They plan on coming back, and that's not unusual. How do they proceed? What's what's kind of the process? What, what should they be looking for? What's kind of the step-by-step process they need to do? Yeah, um, you know, I just got an email this morning from a military person who's getting some um, last-minute orders where they have to leave, and so they obviously have to make decisions really quick, and you do want to make sure that you're making the right decisions. You're not just taking the first company, you know, who you see on a, a Internet search or the first company who, you know, a neighbor's use where you see the sign in the yard or something before. So you really want to do your due diligence because if you are getting those orders and having to move quick, that's just added stress, added pressure. Doing your due diligence, asking the right questions from the property manager is going to be huge and essentially save you a lot of stress and time down the road. Um, so look for the communication pieces with the property manager. Um, how quickly do they respond? Do they ask what your needs are or do they just sell their services first? Um, do they want to see the house or do they just want to do everything electronically? You know, you want to make sure that you get that personal touch so they truly understand what you know, what your situation is, what your needs are, and what you can expect from them. Well, and that's a great point because, and I love what you said, and I'm talking to Renee Whitner with CISO management, uh, CISO property management, I'll get that right, uh, that that this is a big thing, okay? You're, you're leaving your house, you're leaving your home, you're, you're, you're letting, dare I say, strangers come into it and and what i'm hearing from you is 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 that just that extra touch that you should be expecting your property management that that you get it, that you actually just get it and you know you know there's going to be some stress there but we're going to make this work and and that's what i'm hearing from you and that's that's so key that that's so key of of having an understanding and that's one of the things that that you guys bring to the table that i love Right. Yeah. And it goes back to truly partnering with somebody. You know, your property manager is going to be your eyes and your ears for while you're gone. Um, your property manager is going to be the one making sure that your property is being taken care of, the values protected, your tenants are happy, your neighbors are happy. So there's a lot of weight on the shoulders of a property manager to make sure that they take care of it for not only just the owner, but for, for the neighborhood. You know, for the tenants, for the neighborhood, for the community, there's a lot of pieces that fall into place and depend on on each other. And it really does start at the property management level. So making sure you get the the right property manager that sees the importance of the bigger picture, not just finding you a tenant and filling the house, but it's everything that comes along with it that truly does have the ripple effect and affect the community as a whole. And, and, and just if you could, what would be, you know, p- people listening right now that they know they're going to be moving, uh, but they're, they're coming back. And as I said, uh, we have a fantastic 
I will say, uh, track record of people either coming back. Sometimes they may come back, they may leave for a while, they may they may sell, but many times even then they'll come back because they love the community and, and the area. So what would be a timeline, Renee, if, if someone said, okay, I know I'm going to gonna have to, to rent out. We're talking uh, a week, two weeks, head, uh, uh, leeway. Can I give maybe walk through a process of what somebody should expect from the property management? Sure. Um, I always like to say, you know, this time of year, even if you're moving in June, we want to get it up on the market now um, because you want to catch those people coming here around Easter and spring break where they're doing their spring house hunting. They want to find something that they can move into this summer. So 90 days is great. Average, it's going to take you, you know, if you're June, July, it's going to take you roughly 30 days to rent a property. Um, this time of year, you're in that 40 to uh, 45 to 60 day mark. But ideally, I love to have it listed at that 90 day point. Um, I did, you know, I don't mind listing a house like if it's going to be available July 1st, if you put it up 90 to 120 days, it's not going to get old and stale on the market because you have your military people coming in and they're looking now, they're ready to make a decision now. Um, and, and they're going to commit to it. So you can put it out a little bit earlier for those those type of homes. Yeah, I love that because that's the same thing on the housing. That's if you're selling it also. It's the same principle that goes into that. You can get on there early and and they're going to be coming in. And that's that's good to know. So so what I'm what I'm hearing from you, though, is so that if somebody says uh, I'm leaving in 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 june that you need to be talking to to you guys or to the property manager now yes yeah talk to us now um you know if some people that are leaving in june with their type of house it may be better to list it up um, march 1st or april 1st but now we can help them get the occupancy inspections out of the way. Um, I can do a walkthrough now and recommend that they paint certain rooms or if a screen is torn that they replace the screen or if they do some work to the landscaping. So now is where you can start doing those improvements to get all of that out of the way. That way, whenever you hit the market, you hit the market strong. Ideally, you have that 90 days. We get it rented in the first half of that. And then the last half of that, where you're stressed and you're moving and you're taking down pictures and you're, you know, you're packing boxes, you don't have to worry about showings and everything coming through. So, so it is a multi-step process and um, getting us out there where we can look at it and give them that timeline and give them those maintenance recommendations that they can gradually do as they get ready to list and then hit the market, you know, at the peak where their house looks the best it's going to look. We price it right. It's going to rent quickly, and it's going to do well for them. My goodness, I think you just told. Uh, did you read my book? Because it's the same thing when you're buying, when you're selling your house that you want to get those things prepped, that you really want to get things in order. And it's nice to know that on the leasing side, those things matter. I think sometimes people, not many, but some people are in the illusion that this is this is it. This is where I live. And what I'm hearing from yeah. you is, well, you can do that, but. Yeah, you know, some people think rental and sales is really different, um, especially whenever you're looking at the military community where they're coming here with their family, they're going to be here for three years. It's not that different. Even though it is temporary, they still think of it and treat it as their home. Um, so, sure. so, yeah, rental and sales, I mean, prepping the house, the timeline of the house, 
the mentality that you need to have in, you know, what quality you want to have your house looking at for to sell it, you really want to do the same for a rental because it's going to help you get that multi-year lease, very good tenant that's going to take care of it just like you will. That's awesome. And I think the other part we're going to be talking in the next segment because I think uh, we're going to talk about the go-to-loaners, the ones that say, you know what, I don't need a property management, I don't need this, I don't need that. And some of the some of the true problems you can run into that, that Renee's going to be talking more about in the next segment. You've been listening to Ready, Set, Soul with your host, Brian Vogt. I've got Renee Whitnauer with Cecil Property Management. We will be back in just a few minutes and talk about maybe it's not such a great idea to go to loan. Talk soon. Welcome back to Ready, Set, So. I'm your host, Brian Vogt, and we've been talking about leasing and buying and selling. And we've been talking mostly about the military because this is the time where things start happening with the military. They're coming in, they're getting orders, they're going out, and there's a lot of movement in the marketplace. And so that's why we're talking about the military. But sometimes, not too many people do it, same thing with people trying to sell their own home, FISBOs, we call them in the real estate business. There are people that also think that going alone, trying to lease it, is a good idea. And, Renee, you can try it, and, you know, it's a free country, but that doesn't always work out so well, does it? It doesn't, unfortunately, and it can lead to some very, very expensive consequences if you do it fair housing-wise, um, but also just in – taking care of your property and what type of tenants you get and how expensive evictions are as well. Well, that's true too. And I, and I think that there are certain rules that you, you, you have to go by. Um, I mean, correct. I mean, I know that it maybe is the same as, as that you guys have, but, but on the same token, there's some guidelines that people really need to start looking for. And, and if you don't have those, um, look, most people are honest. I get that. But unfortunately, there are some people that come in, and I'm not even talking about the military people coming in, but I'm just talking about the military maybe trying to lease it, trying to save save some money. Uh, there's some things that, that they need to be doing if they're going to do it themselves. I mean, credit checks. I mean, where they work at. I mean, you've got a list of things you guys do, right? Yeah, we have we have our policies on what we check, and you don't want to skip anything on it. The other thing you have to be careful of is for fair housing, you have to be consistent. So what check you do on one, what questions you ask one inquiry, you have to ask every inquiry. And unfortunately, I've seen it before where owners trying to do it themselves unknowingly ask questions to one prospect that they didn't ask to another prospect and that's committing a fair housing violation and it can get you in some serious trouble with it. Um, you know, and just, just doing the background checks, making sure that if you deny somebody for something, if it comes up on another application, you know, you deny them as well. So you have to have those policies in place and really follow through with it just to make sure that you're in compliance with it all and it doesn't end up backfiring on you, which would be a very, very costly mistake. That's a good point, and I think the other part, and this is from for, for my being in the business so long, 
and seeing the rental aspect of it, it doesn't mean that it, there's nothing perfect, nothing 100%. But I can tell you that more horror stories I've heard is from, quite frankly, when when people have gone along. They they went in, one, one person in particular, I remember, they came in, long story short, a few months in, they stopped paying their rent. As research came in, they really didn't even have a job. They made their first month rent, but they didn't do anything else. They took them forever to finally get them out of the property. Once they got to the property, they literally had five to ten thousand dollars worth of damage. I mean, right, right. just, just, and it was just horrendous. I've seen it before, and I've been brought in on it. Um, I've had it happen in, in the past where I have denied somebody and said, no, we do not rent to them for these X, Y, Z reasons, and an owner does it, and I've seen it backfire. And then they come to me and say, I should have listened to you. What do I do now? Um, because you can get that personal side of it. And unfortunately, you know, some things can be missed, the personal side. I've seen it before where people have made up fake landlords. And through my experience, I can, you know, pretty much tell when I'm calling a fake landlord due to the specific questions of knowing what to ask and what type of responses you should be getting on that. So people will do some very bold and daring things whenever they're in desperate situations. And, you know, it it can cause errors to be made if you're not following through and knowing exactly what you're looking for. Um, and not just on the surface, but what you're looking for deep down as well, because it's it's huge. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars to to get rid of the people that are in your house that should have never been put in there in the first place, but then the damage that it leaves behind, plus in the emotional damage that comes with it too. I mean, it's it's a huge loss all around whenever that happens to an owner. That, that's a great point. That's a great point. And I tell you, I'm going to follow up with it because there's some stories. We're running out of time here, but if you've got time to stay on, Renee, there's some other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, what if you What if you don't know what to do? Should you Should you Should you lease your property out? Should you sell your property? How should you and the property management and a realtor be working together? And that might surprise you. Uh, that's that That's an important step too depending on the situation. So if you've got some time, Renee, uh, we're going to follow up in the next segment. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. I've been talking with Renee Whitnauer with Cecil Property Management. I am Brian Vogt. We will talk to you in a few. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I hope you're having a fantastic weekend. If you don't like the weather, just wait a few hours. That's just how it is, and that's how it's always been. I've been talking here with Renee Wittenauer from Cecil Property Management. And, Renee, we've been talking a lot about the leasing part of it and when to lease. And this is a perfect time for it, especially the military. We've been honing in on the military. But there is also the other market, too. And... We were talking last segment about horror stories, and just recently we heard one that was really, really bad, and unfortunately it becomes a common thing. The person rented it out. They went an entire year, let me repeat that, entire year trying to get the person to to pay their rent, and this was not with the property management. This was just with them trying to do it, do it themselves. 
they wound up $20,000 in the hole. It's a nice house. And when they got in, they had to put in another ten to $15,000 in order to sell it. So, so the problem that comes into play, even if you're thinking about going this alone, somebody has to be there to, shall we say, be the bad guy. And, and that's and you guys, which I would just say on my own, not all property managers are, you're in there to protect the rights of the individual of the homeowners, correct? Absolutely, yeah. We're we're the messengers, so we're going to be the ones, you know, kind of the good cop, bad cop. You know, the owners can be the good cop or the bad cop, and we're the ones in there truly being the eyes and the ears, following the rules, enforcing the leases, and guiding the outcome to be to benefit the owner because the owners are our clients. So, so for sure, yes. And that really is important, though, to have that that strong background because. Again, I've heard other stories, I will not name the companies, but that where nothing happened and people were just absolutely pulling their hair out. And and times where, quite frankly, they didn't know the people left. I mean, that's it sounds amazing, but, but we've had people tell us that they didn't know that the renters left, especially military, if they're out of state. They don't know what's going on. You, as a property management, you have to be their eyes and ears. I mean, you have to pay some attention. And I think that's so important when you're, when you're making that choice. And that's why CISO Management is, is really the company that we just, you know, recommend hands down. They just have a proven track record of doing things the right way and caring about their people. So, so Right, yeah, you, you have to look at it like, you know, it's your own property. How would you watch your own property? How would you want your... Sure you know, the own outcome of your rental property to be. So, yes, I mean, the property manager has to be your eyes and ears. And if they don't know what's going on with your property, well, then nobody does. You know, so it's very important for the property manager to lead the way with it. I've had this, too. I've had the situation that that I've heard stories not that long ago where they had a property management company. It wasn't yours, but another property management company. And how the people found out about it was the neighbor's. They said, do you realize what's going on with your house? Okay, and that's that's not, you know, no one's perfect. But, again, taking those extra procedures that you have in place, doing those extra things, trying to avoid those issues before they happen, that's what you're looking for in a property management company. I mean, that's yeah, you, the bottom the, line. The proactive, yeah, it's all about right. proactive communication, nothing reactive, and yeah, I mean, it's it's embarrassing, and, I, you know, I feel bad for the people that find out from their neighbors because that's it's not acceptable. Um, you know, you do have your horror stories, you know, here and there that happen, but, but it should not be a frequent thing. It shouldn't be happening. And if you have open lines of communication, you know, you should know, you know, your tenants would openly communicate and say, hey, we're moving out. You can relate to the owners. I mean, it's it's just I can't stress enough the proactive communication piece that is huge. That's true. want to get into, though, one of the things that sometimes comes up for us is that we have a, a, a buyer, excuse me, a seller slash possibly rental. They're leaving. They don't know what to do. They don't know if they should rent it out. They, 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 they should not. They don't know if they should sell it. Uh, what's going to happen, those type of situations. And I, and I think that you guys have this. I don't know this. We didn't talk about this earlier. But I know our policy, one of the things, if you're talking with the realtor, there is a timeline that, that we will put you into. But in the end of the day, our job 
is to do what's best for you. And selling, we hope, is going to be a great thing. We think the market's going to be fantastic. But sometimes sometimes it's not. Sometimes the just the things just aren't going to work out the way that they want. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. And I think having open communications, our policy is very simple. We will put your house on the market, but we'll also say, look, if 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 there's concerns, let's also see about the other side of the coin. Let's get in a property management company like Cecil Management and let's assess it and let's put both of them on so you can either rent it or you can sell it. Do you guys work the same way? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I love whenever a sales agent's willing to do that because that shows that you're truly working for the client's best interest. You know, they, military orders, whatnot, have to move it quick. They need whatever they can get, if they can rent it or if they can sell it. And if it sells first, I remove it off the rental market, no strings attached. You know, if it rents first, then the sales agent would do the same. And that's truly the property manager and the sales broker working together for the client. And then that partnership can continue whenever the tenants are moving out and then they're ready to try selling it again. So then the property manager and the sales agent can partner together again at the same time, make sure the property's ready, and then market it as well, you know, just to, to do it. And it, it really, really does benefit the clients on it for sure. What's best for the client? That's all we're really talking about. And, and I will tell the listeners out there, there is – I would check with your realtor. You know, again, you know, we're, we're talking about planning, and, and Renee's been talking about that too. On the, on the real estate side, you need to be having a conversation, an open and honest conversation with your your seller. Uh, that's what your realtor should be doing and finding out what is really going to work out the best. And maybe maybe selling is a better option, but maybe leasing is a better option. Or maybe doing both, but making sure that you're working together That you, and, and that's the, the thing. And, and I think to, to kind of wrap up this segment that we've been talking about this morning, and what I love what you said, Renee, it's a client. It's the person who's the homeowner. The rest will work its way out. Uh, maybe maybe later down the road you'll be able to sell it, and vice versa. Maybe if it sells, maybe down the road there'll be another opportunity to, to run it. And that's really the partnership you want to have when you're dealing with your realtor and with your property manager. Don't you agree? Definitely. Yeah, it's not about us. It's not about the sales broker. It's It's about the client, and it's truly what they need, what they want. Um, you know, sometimes you have a tenant moves in there and the tenant ends up buying the house, you know, so rental may not, doesn't mean that they're not going to sell it. It just means that they're going to delay selling it. So eventually it'll come full circle for everybody. I agree. I agree. Hey, we ran out of time. Fantastic stuff, Renee. Really appreciate it. Uh, I think that it's, if you have any questions, if you want to further this on, please contact Renee Whitnauer. Renee, what's the best way to, for, for people to contact you? We have our office number, um, Cecil Management at 618-624-4610. You can also catch us through email at management at CecilManagement.com. Awesome. And I tell you what, great stuff. Always like uh, like talking with you. And if you've got someone who's even thinking about leasing or you're thinking about leasing, these are the guys to talk to. They really are. Okay, we ran out of time. Renee, thank you so much. We will be talking down the road. Alrighty, thank you.
Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I am your host, Brian Boat. We have been talking a lot about leasing, but also the, the ability of selling, but more about the leasing part because the military is a big, big piece of the pie in the Metro East and St. Louis too, but Metro East in Balboa, Shiloh, Fallon, Mosquito, Swansea, even Edwardsville, Columbia. That has such a huge impact on the housing market and making sure that if you are a military person and you're needing to leave, that you want to make sure that you get the right property management company. And I will tell you right now, hands down, just on a personal level, Renee Wittenauer, Cecil Management, there's there's none better that I've that I, that I, that I ran across and I've talked to a lot of them, been in this business for a long time, seen a lot of things, and they're just the best. So if you have that situation, I want to employ you to, to reach out to, to them and let them take care of you if you're leasing are you looking for a place to live? With that, though, tip of the week. I might be a broken record. I might be next broken record for the next couple of weeks. On the selling side, the market, the spring market, is going to be unbelievable. And my tip is the same as last week. If your agent hasn't called you, hasn't contacted you, sent you an email, hasn't done anything, letting you know, First off, I am. Secondly, if if you're looking to sell and they still haven't let you know, you might want to find another agent. Because right now we are literally beating the bushes. I have friends on Facebook. I have past clients. You name it, whenever I get a chance, I'm letting people know the market is going to explode this spring. It's already seeing fantastic things already. We've also seen houses selling for full price in one day, getting contracts, uh, two days, full price. Some not even hitting the market, getting full price. We have not seen this in the Metro East, in particular the Swansea, Shiloh, O'Fallon, Mascuda area, in years. So, again, my tip of the week, if you are thinking of just thinking about selling, contact your agent. And, again, they should have contacted you. If not, contact me. Contact me personally, 618-210-2451. Give me a call. It's that important. And even if you were on the market last year and didn't have success, I can tell you things have changed. The numbers are in your favor. There is so little supply, meaning supply and demand is is our business. That's the houses. That is going to be a real problem. So getting your house back on the market, even if you didn't sell it, even if it expired, whatever the situation is, get it back on the market. It may take a month or so, maybe two months, but it's probably going to sell. Your chances are going to be fantastic. So, hey, like us on Facebook. Also, please, if you would, well, go to org. Net.com, readysetsold.org, net.com. Pick up the book. I have a book, Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Get Your House Sold for Top Dollar and a Fast Sale, St. Louis Metro East. Get that book. Now is the time. Many sellers have been waiting for a very long time. Your time has come. Have a fantastic weekend. We will see you next week on Ready, Set, Sold. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.